and welcome to Baffling Cyclops. I'm David. And I'm Pepper Proxy. And it has been quite a week. It has been quite a week. Guess what I did this week? What's that? I cleaned out the pantry. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so, so exciting. It's really exciting for me. I know it's less exciting for you, but um, I learned a few things. Oh, yeah? What did you learn cleaning out the pantry? Well, one, I learned we are out of Bucatini, and I want to talk about that in a little bit. And two, I know um, I could rank different types and brands of storage containers because I decanted some items into clear um, containers, airtight containers, and then I even got a P-Touch label maker and made labels. <laughs> but one of the things that I did learn was if I were to purchase more containers mm-hmm. um, for the pantry, the the ones I would probably least likely buy were the most expensive ones. The, what are they, OXO? Or? Yeah, I, I say OXO. I don't know if that's the right way to pronounce it. Or OXO, yeah. Because in theory, they're very nice. They are very nice. Um, but I don't think, like, for the money, they're not, a, they're, like, they're not as good as the ones that you bought for me for my birthday at Costco. <laughs> Yeah, what if their name isn't uh, OXO? What if it's Hugs Kiss Hug? <laughs> that must be it. It's a popular brand, giving out all those hugs and kisses. So I do think that the best storage container, at least for our needs, would be the ones from Costco. The ones from Costco? I can't yeah. remember what they're called, but um, they're kind of a bakery set, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and they had little um, attachments which were nice that you could like, there was a little um, disc that you soak in water, like a um, red clay disc, and you soak it in water and you clip it into the top of the brown sugar container so your brown sugar stays <laughs> moist <laughs> and pliable. So moist brown sugar, <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. And uh, I know there are little scoops in those too. Yeah, little scoops. The other thing is I, that brand isn't exclusive to Costco. And I looked it up to see like uh, what other sizes and stuff. And the set at Costco that they're selling for $29 is almost twice as much like if you just bought it somewhere else or bought it online. So bargain. It was a bargain. I, had, I got two sets of that one. It was good. And, good. and you got a good price on it. Mm-hmm. And um, did you learn any other lessons cleaning out the pantry? Um, the other lesson that I learned was that um, expired food is not something to be emotionally attached to. <laughs> or to justify keeping. Because, you know, I we are pretty tidy. And I'm pretty well organized, typically. Um, but there was some, there's something in my soul that has a struggle throwing out food. And I had some vinegar in there um, in the pantry from 2016. Wow. And I was like, oh, it's vinegar. Vinegar lasts forever. And then I was like, no, I don't need to keep vinegar from... Five years, that expired five years ago. You don't. 
No. You can free that vinegar. I did. I And I, I did. And it felt good. It felt good to get rid of some of that, a lot of that stuff. Because then it makes the, like, things that I cook with frequently, like, so much more accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did that. And um, in doing that, learned we were totally out of bucatini. And um, because of that, we took a trip um, because our friend Alicia recommended, is it Big John? PCI? PFI, I think. PFI. Pacific Food International, I think. Um, to head on over there, which is in wa- within walking distance of our house. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of a cool... Uh, Italian grocery store with a lot of imported items and a giant uh, cheese and meat case. Yeah. Um, a, a little bit of wine. Not too much wine, but a little bit of mm-hmm. wine. Um, and a whole two full aisles of pasta, one aisle of canned seafood. Can we talk about the canned seafood and fish? Sure. Normally, I would be repulsed by that, um, but because of the way it was packaged, I was very intrigued. There was a lot of package, a lot of cool packaging. I I took a picture of it, um, especially the sardine tin to send to Joe, yeah. so that um, he could see the illustration. Because well, there was one brand I don't remember what the name of it was, but there was one brand that was. Um, particularly nice, although there were a lot, all of the brands were, were nice. And um, that's when I heard that a lot of people are attributing the resurgence of sardines in the U.S. to better packaging. That makes so much sense. Because um, when it was like the old-fashioned packaging... Well, grandpa's only were the only people I knew of that ate sardines. Right. And they're trying to say like, no, this is actually kind of a luxury product. Mm-hmm. And so they repackaged it to make it look more like a luxury product and less like something that your grandpa would, you know, put in his pocket to eat at the park <laughs> while he fed the pigeons. Well, that, like, I like I distinctly remember sh- sardine cans, and they the ones we buy for Joe at Costco might have this. I'd need to ask him, but they would have it, had it like a, a weird key, key. Mm-hmm. and you would twist it, and the same thing for canned meat. You would insert this key and twist the key, like, get the tin would, like, coil around the key. Mm-hmm. And open up the can. It was weird too, because I know some people thought you could like reseal it with the key, like un, <laughs> un, you can, you unfurl yeah. that flag. <laughs> you, you can never unfurl that flag for canned f- fish. Oh, could you imagine? No. Putting that back in your pocket, your dungarees. My after, dungarees. After you fed the birds at the park. Yeah. So that was uh, uh, Big John's. Was act- I actually really liked it. I thought it was nice. Um, I loved it. Yeah, the people were nice yeah. and um, very helpful. Uh, the other thing we got there um, that I know you especially enjoyed was the blonde chocolate. Oh, my goodness. I had never had blonde ch- chocolate. Will you describe what that is? Yeah, well, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of white chocolate. I know that that's... Controversial. It's controversial. Thank you. Um, But blonde chocolate is, it seems like it's white chocolate that has been um, 
slightly uh, caramelized. And it is so delicious. It was, it's so good. I savored every little disc. Yeah, and I even, um, I got you um, kind of secretly while we were there, um, a, a bar of Swiss milk chocolate called Milk Boy brand. <laughs> and, you did. Um, and uh, you also liked the Milk Milk Boy. I like a milk boy. I sure do. (laughs) They're nice and creamy. (laughs) (laughs) But guess what? Hmm. They didn't have any bucatini. I know they were they were out of bucatini and said uh, (laughs) they were going to get a bucatini shipment in the next day. But it was Sunday. You didn't trust that. No, because I was like, well, I don't. Well, I have to take that back. They weren't completely out of bucatini. They had this really questionable. Gluten-free bucatini. Or was it Greek bucatini? It was, it was gluten-free. It was on the gluten-free shelf. Yeah, and it was a really bright kind of yellow color. Mm-hmm. And I didn't trust it. No, I think it was um, bucatini made from uh, the middles of sunflowers. <laughs> Sunflower bucatini. Yeah, it was dandelion. <laughs> dandelion uh, bucatini. Buttercup. Buttercup bucatini, yeah. yeah. So uh, they had that, which was really nice, and uh, we went there uh, because it was your birthday. Yay! Yeah, I had a great birthday. Well, and happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I love, you got me peanut earrings. Yes. I love those. For obvious reasons. I love them. They're so cute. Yeah, little uh, gold peanut danglers um, that come down from your ear. Uh, I got them from a woman on Etsy for... uh, and uh, they came in a, she made a nice little cloth it's bag. It's like a little fox, it's like fox fabric print, like a yeah. ditzy print. So cute. I love them. Thank you. Yeah. I remember you used the phrase um, in conversation um, a couple weeks ago, ditzy gingham. <laughs> what were we talking about? Well, what does ditzy mean in terms of fabric? Um, ditzy is like a descriptor for like, um, like smallish, um, like kind of a cottage core fabric, um, like little house on the prairie. So ditzy, what, what does the ditzy part describe? The pattern. So it's like small. Okay. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not like a. I just wonder fabric expert, but that's what I know it to be like a repeat, a repeat pattern, typically small, usually floral, but you could have ditzy other things like ditzy hearts and ditzy gingham. (laughs) Which is what which was was what your phrase? That was my drag name. That would be a good drag name for someone for sure. uh, Ditzy gingham uh, would have kind of a. Serving half pint realness, <laughs> I think was what we said. I think I was on a rant too, and I, I can't remember what my rant was, but I was ranting about something, and I said ditzy gingham as like a put down. Yeah, I, but I can't remember what it was. I don't remember either. But that person never recovered that you were describing. <laughs> 
Yeah, just giving them shade. Yeah. So some peanut earrings and... Um, you got me a Lazarus t-shirt, Lazarus which is t-shirt amazing. From the, which is the store where you dressed up as Willoughby Weebok. Yeah, back in the olden days when I worked at the department store. Yeah, it was the, and it was their uh, logo from the time period when you worked it's there. It's funny because, you know, you've per, you've given gifted me other department store t-shirts like back from Toledo Toledo mostly. yeah um I have a tip keys and um what is the other one you got me Franklin, Franklin Park. Park Mall um and a Devilbus, yeah and a Devilbus Tiger shirt Devilbus was the high school I went to um but those are like they're like reproduction t-shirts from Mm -hmm. a great company and that is based in Toledo um but this Lazarus t-shirt is very different than those yeah this is this one uh is actually still made made by Macy's because the store that you worked in um was part of Federated yeah bought by bought out by Federated back in the 80s yeah and then Macy's bought out they replaced the whole brand with Macy's just to kind of generically Mm -hmm. make everything Macy's but and they did that with many department stores right it wasn't just that one but in Columbus that Lazarus pull is still pretty strong and I think they still sell that Lazarus shirt at some of the Macy's that are now or the that were Lazarus's but are now Macy's. They sell that Lazarus shirt. I think they do. And the the funny thing, I I I distinctly remember Joe and myself and some of the other people that worked in the display department. Um, we had to wear those T-shirts like on Black Friday and try to sign people up for the credit for the credit card or like help out in the shoe department because I loved it. It was really fun for me. Um, and I remember when I would wear the Lazarus T-shirt and try to sign people up for the credit card. I got two bucks per credit card sign up. Nice. I, it was good income. I, I have to say, like, nowadays when people try to sign you up for a department store credit card, I know it's so irritating. It was probably really irritating back then as well. But, man, I could rake in some big bucks with that. Yeah. It's a little side hustle. A little tight Lazarus shirt. Yeah. <laughs> this shirt is so weird because it's got a... It's cotton, and it has, like... A thicker collar, and it's a little tighter across the chest, but the arm the armholes are loose, mm-hmm. and then it's really long, but not in a flattering way. <laughs> it's not the most flattering T-shirt, but I love it. Yeah, it's more of a um, uh, Lazarus Fun Run shirt than a <laughs> Lazarus uh, working the shoe department. Yeah, the five k. When you, when you worked in the shoe department, since you weren't a shoe department employee, did they have you run shoes like yeah. you were taking? Yeah. Yeah. And I love, it was so much fun. Like not everybody loved it, but I loved it. I loved being on the sales floor on those days. Like it was so magical. I don't think, well, I, I don't know if we'll ever get back to that this department store feeling on a big sale day. Um, but it just was like, the energy was like so awesome. Oh, I think we wore those t-shirts when we gave out Lassie Bears. Ah. That might be where it's from. Which is the Christmas mascot of the Lazarus <laughs> department yeah. store, we should say. Yeah. Um, which is a white 
teddy bear. Wearing a, um, a, like a red Fair Isle hat and a little scarf. I don't think they could give them out now. Then, then there was a lazy dog, too. Um, I don't think they could give them out because those scarves don't seem like they're safe. <laughs> I'm wondering why they named him Lazzy. And the dog... For Lazarus. I know, but it just... It just seems weird. <laughs> it's like, that's Lazzy Bear, that's Lazzy Dog, and there comes Lazzy Chinchilla. Well, when we met... <laughs> Chinchilla. When we met, do you remember I had bags full of Lazzy oh, Bears I, and Lazzy Dogs? I remember your Lazzy Bears. I don't remember the Lazzy Dog. Well, and before we met, because I worked in the display department, we had giant, they're ginormous lazy bears and lazy dogs, like much larger than a human. They were they were ginormous, and I got a lazy one of the big lazy dogs and one of the big lazy bears, and gave them to. Our nieces, Amanda and Madeline, when they were little, little girls. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how my sister felt about it because those those pl- giant plushies took up a lot of space. But man, the girls were tickled. They yeah. loved it's them. It's that same um, energy that those giant teddy bears that they sell at Costco like three or four yeah. times a year. Like yeah. that size. The, okay, so if you just guys, so people know, yeah, if you know how big those um, Costco bears are, the Lazzy Bear and Lazzy Dog four times the size of the Costco bear. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, my sister Betsy had. Um, I can't remember what ca- kind of car she had. She had a smaller compact car, and she still lived in Toledo. And obviously, I was in Columbus. We had to shove those things. They took up the int- her entire car. It was like a, it was the size of a Ford Focus, but I don't know. I can't remember the car she had, but she could barely drive home because it it was stuffed. They were stuffed in her car. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're making flashing eyes at me. I know because I'm <laughs> the memory. <laughs> the memory of them. You're giving me the look, and I'm like, I don't. I, don't I was know. so excited to give those plushies to the girls too i'm so excited those were huge yeah it was fun and uh, of course we continue to watch the stand week by week what are your thoughts um i'm enjoying it i haven't read the book we talked about this before but i haven't read the book and um i i think it's good yeah it's well i i think i've read the book a couple a few times yes (laughs) and the different Different versions of the book. That's why you were so prepared for coronavirus. Um. <laughs> okay. As you, as soon as they start like that first and back in February, I remember you coming into the bedroom saying, "Captain Trips is here. Captain <laughs> Trips is here." And in my under and my granny panties yeah. <laughs> and handing me a mask. <laughs> And then we we started. We, we did race to Costco and went to right. grocery store. We spent a whole day going to grocery stores. And that night I had a dream about Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's just how it is. So I know. I do think that this version of the stand is very well cast. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't seen the other one, but yeah. it seems. It seems well cast. I've well, been, even, I'm enjoying the actors. Yeah, if you think, if you did, you know, I because I read the book, I kind of had an idea of 
the characters in my head. And I, I definitely think... I don't know about Whoopi, though. She's maybe... She's probably the one that I'm just like, okay. You think? Yeah. She seems fine to me. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with I just, well, Mother Abigail is so much older than Whoopi that even though they are aging her in the, um, in this mini series. With her gray dreadlocks. Yeah. Didn't you tell me she got, they, the, the women that she is on that show with made fun of her? Yeah. Or one of them did? Yeah. For having those. Cause she had to wear them for like a year. Cause the filming took a long time. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, but that I'm I I haven't had a problem with Whoopi Goldberg. She seems very, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's fun to you know. I was so excited. I I was so looking forward to this mini series, and I'm enjoying it too. Yeah, it's good. So tonight, you said you might make some hot peppers. Yes. Some and pepper oil. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought I, I thought you were making a, like a joke about my name. No. Yeah, so I might make some um, chili. I need to look up the recipe on YouTube though, because I like that one woman who her recipe is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we have room in the pantry, I was gonna maybe whip some of that up. Sounds good. Yeah. I love your pepper oil. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It's perfectly named. It is perfectly named. And uh, you can put that uh, clay disc in there and have moist pepper oil. I hope the the oil keeps the peppers moist. (laughs) I I don't know if I need the disc, but I do have a backup disc because you got me that second set for my birthday. So who knows what you'll do with that? I don't know. Maybe I'll just put it in my mouth so my mouth doesn't get dry. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to read our show notes, sign up for our newsletter at bafflingcyclops.com.